live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. I really, truly... Honestly, I have no regrets of my time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know know that. I feel disrespected 100% mm-hmm. because I was told one thing and they completed another. 1-0 pitch. There's a ground ball toward the middle. It is scooped up by Gavin Lux. He played the short hop on to first. Urshela's out. And Kershaw is perfect through seven innings. It's a hard thing to do, to have to come out of a game when you're doing that. But like I said, we're here to win, and that uh, this was the right choice. Rebound's going to be taken by Trey with five seconds. Trey, foul line, jumper on the way, and good. So the Hawks win the play-in game, and they've also won themselves an all-expense trip to Cleveland tomorrow. Final score, Hawks 132, and the Hornets 103. There's the horn. This one belongs to the Pelicans, and we will see you in Los Angeles Friday night. Nine days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Hour two. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. What did you think about the Kershaw thing yesterday, Teach? Perfect game through seven. Yeah. Through 80 pitches, Dave Roberts took him out. Um, I think he said it was the right thing to do. Uh, Kershaw did? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kershaw said that he's protecting his manager. It was the absolutely worst possible decision you can make. You don't pull a guy in a perfect game. I don't care if he's Clayton Kershaw or not, what he's coming off of. That's not going to keep Clayton Kershaw any more healthy come uh, September and October uh, by taking him out and saving him those next uh, 20, 25 pitches. That dude was rolling. Had the incredible play in the seventh with the ball hit up the middle that they got the out on. That was that one out that you're going to look back on and say, boy, that was that was the perfect end. You, you, you go back out there in the eighth. And if he gives up a hit, then you, you can immediately take him out. If he gives up a walk even, maybe the perfect game's gone. Maybe even then you consider it. But at that pitch count, that type of moment um, – it's why baseball can't get out of their own way sometimes. Dave Roberts can't make that decision. You've got to let a guy go out there and try to throw a perfect game. I mean, it's just a ridiculous decision. I don't care if he blows his arm out at that point. You've got to let him go out there. 
Well, you don't mean that. But the, but what I'm saying is you don't take a historic moment away like that because you're worried about September and October. I realize Clayton Kershaw has been an injury wreck his entire career. It's derailed what could have been one of the great— He's going to be a Hall of Famer, and he's, and it still has derailed him a little bit and what he could have truly been. But <clears throat> way overprotective. Way overprotective, in my opinion. We're talking a perfect game. There's been, what, 23, 24 of them in Major League Baseball history? You let the guy go out there for the eighth at 80 pitches. Come Would on. you have felt different if it was a no-hitter? Slightly, but not enough to pull him. I'm still taking him. I'm still putting him out there in the eighth. Like, I might get concerned then if he gets into the ni- high 90s pushing that 100-pitch mark, and it's just a no-hitter, maybe then I consider it and say, hey, let's go get a combined no-hitter here. The dude was working on a perfect game. You don't take him out. It, it would have been different, too, if he's on a perfect game and he's at 110 pitches. Then I'm like, all right, let's go try to get this as a team. The guy still had two innings left in him, was rolling, had a low pitch count. You just let him go try to finish it. It's a moment the he'll pursuit. never get back. Of history. Perfection. The pursuit of perfection. Is more important than the perhaps risk. Yes. That you are undertaking for this pursuit of history. How many postseasons have you had a healthy Clayton Kershaw in the last six or seven years for the Dodgers? I mean, virtually none. And not been very good. Right. So I'm just saying, like, that's a moment that I'm sorry. I. Clayton Kershaw then being okay with it afterwards really bothered me. And I know he's accomplished a lot. I know he's got big team goals. I appreciate all that. It's a perfect game, man. You're at Hmm. 80 pitches. You go finish that thing. And if you don't, if you go out there and get in trouble in the eighth, walk a guy, run up your pitch count, sure, go to someone else. But you got to give him that opportunity in the eighth. Hmm. There's so many factors to this. The like the thing that makes it even I agree with you. By the way, I agree with you. I'm trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate. I know you were trying to think of something but really couldn't. <laughs> no, I mean the only the thing that makes it somewhat um second thoughtable is the fact that it's Clayton Kershaw. Like he's a glass house anyway. That's what I'm saying. If it's someone who hasn't had a history of arm troubles, that of being injured, someone you have invested so heavily in, I mean, you know, they're paying him tons and tons and tons of money, then I, it's a no-brainer. It's still, at 80 pitches for me, a no-brainer. Now, I don't know where he was at before that. I don't I haven't followed Clayton Kershaw enough to know – like his last outing, where they were building him up to, was was eighty pushing it, or last time out did he throw seventy or what? Like I don't know detailed enough. But at eighty pitches with a perfect game, my opinion is, you go have a conversation with the guy, and say, I was going to take you out now, but if you want to keep going, I'll, I'll let you go till you give up a hit. Baseball. Um, 
um, unwritten rules aside, I know you're not supposed to talk to a guy when he's got a no-hitter, but you're going to take him out of the game. You might as well have a conversation with him, you know? That's what I do, I think. So I would have left him in. But I do, like, the one thing that gives me pause is the history of Clayton Kershaw's injury troubles, and they are wanting him to be available for the World Series. So I get it. I get it from that aspect. But, no, I mean, the right answer is it's a perfect game. And for me, it would be different if it was a no-hitter. I get it like, from that no aspect. No-hitters happen a lot. He's not no even your, a lot. Your, he's not even your ace anymore. He's not. He wasn't even a guy that you knew whether you were going to have him back in this rotation. This has or really not. angered you. It has. Like this is my thing. If Dave Roberts walked out there and said, "I want to take you out, but I'll leave it up to you." If if Clayton Kershaw handed me that ball and walked out, I as a manager would have said, "That's the exit door. Keep walking." Like I don't want that dude on my team. Hmm. Like you're chasing perfection. Like, this rarely happens in baseball. This seems to matter more to you than winning a World Series. He's won a World Series. That's what I'm saying. Like, go so get a perfect a game. deal. Yes, it is, in my opinion. Interesting. Interesting. As a, the Personal just achievement's me, a bigger deal than team achievement in your mind. No. At certain points. We're talking at a game in April. This has nothing to do with the postseason. And if he's not in the postseason, so be it. The Dodgers have pitching running out their ear. That's my point. He's not their ace. This is this is historic in the game. As, as my te- the text just said on my phone, there's been more people put on the moon than have thrown a perfect game. You go yeah. chase that. Okay. It's hard to do. Let me ask you this. I, I agree with you, by the way. For the record, I agree with you. I would have left him in. Oklahoma's starting Cade Horton tonight, by the way, and we need to talk about this coming up. Right. What if Cade Horton has a perfect game through five or six tonight? completely different circumstance you're talking about a young kid that has a future that you're protecting his future so I don't know that I'd be as angry at Skip taking a Cade Horton out who has a future in front of him Clayton Kershaw's on the back end of his career and has given everything he has to this game a Billy Chapel type uh for the love of the game movie script yesterday going on like he doesn't have much left so Protecting a young kid that has a future is different than a guy at Clayton Kershaw's age that's done the things that he's done in the game, that is injury prone, that is probably going to end up on the uh, the IR regardless of whether you protected him there or not with his pitch count. A completely different scenario for me. But I would think that I would want Cade Horton to look at Skip and say, you better walk back to the dugout right now. I'm finishing this thing. <laughs> and you said the fifth inning. That's different, too. Like, this was going into the eighth. Well, he had got through seven. I know. I'm just saying there's no chance he gets to the eighth. I mean, if, if Kate Horton's off. sitting there going into the eighth at 80 pitches, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm wanting him to still go. I, I understand that, and that's why I'm saying. Like, that's a kid that you're looking at. That's, that's, that's a thing that we're I'm, – I'm not mad at Skip. You're protecting a kid's future. Throw more than 35. Sure, yet. okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're in a totally different situation here. And, yeah. and I, I would not be upset with Skip if he pulled Kate Horton in that situation. I would understand it. Clayton Kershaw's a – like I said, he's a glass house. He's going to fall apart at some point anyway. Go get this, man. Put that ball in the Hall of Fame. You're going to be there. Put the ball next to you with a perfect game. Here's the other part of my brain that has kicked in in this thing. Again, I agree with you, but 
it is the Dodgers. Like, I'm not too interested in them achieving anything successful. <laughs> right, you know? right. Uh, someone, so, someone had asked what the score was. Seven says, nothing was the score. I'm, I'm glad they screwed it up. <laughs> like, I don't want the Dodgers and this amazing roster that they've bought being able to just celebrate all the time. So part of me yesterday was like, <laughs> look at the Dodgers. Right, <laughs> right. You know, I'm glad they took him out. I know Skip loves Clayton Kershaw. I got no, I got no love for Clayton Kershaw at all. Uh, so I was fine to see him, but I think you're right. At 80, I was shocked at 80. I thought maybe, you know, he's at 100, 100 pitches, pitches and it's right. the second start of the year. Okay, I get that, but at 80, I was shocked. Now again, I don't know what he threw. The start before, like I don't know what he was being built up to right now. I need that may to have been his first start of the year. I'm not sure. Let's see here. Let me click on him. Uh, it was, by the yeah, way, it was seven was nothing was the final, debut. but three nothing was the score when he came out. So yeah, it was a season debut, and that's what he said. He said, you know, mm-hmm. as he was coming off the injury, he hadn't pitched a whole lot, and, and I get all of that. But you're 34 years old. You've had injury after injury after injury. You're not the ace on the staff anymore. Go for it, man. Throw that arm out if you have to in the ninth. <laughs> Seriously. You really like perfect You've games. got all the money in you're, the world. You're You've willing, got a World Series you're already. To sacrifice, sacrifice the, the career. For a perfect game. I'm, I'm hanging my career Jeez. on this perfect game, yes. Well, we definitely have a gap in how much we love perfect games. It, it means a lot to you. <laughs> It's hardly I, I ever it's cool, done. But it's There's not, lots it's of no-hitters. There's few perfect games. Yeah. Who was he throwing against? Uh, Minnesota. The Twins? Yes. Yeah. All right. How historic is well, that, too? Generally... A, no, a perfect game against the Twins? Are you kidding me? The Minnesota Twins? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to build up something that's not there. Uh, he had been stretched out. Let's see. Uh, 75 is the most he had thrown in the spring. Hmm. It was a big discussion last night, pitch count was, in our game. And we're in a nothing 11U game. I hate that it's a discussion. Well, The man we just mentioned last hour threw over 200 pitches in a game once, went three days later, and won that game. And pitched another, like, 30 years in the league. Uh, no, Yeah, that's right. But you would agree Nolan Ryan and Clayton Kershaw do not have the same. They're both great <laughs> pitchers. They're both Hall of Famers. Nolan Ryan has had a much tougher uh, track record than Clayton Kershaw has as far as his body holding up. Right. So Clayton Kershaw has a track record of breaking down. The manager wouldn't have made I it agree to the third you. baseline walking out to try to pull Nolan out of that game. He would have just got the stare, turned right around, and gone back. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this with Nolan with the Astros or the Angels? Uh, this is Astros, Angels, Mets, Rangers. It didn't matter. <laughs> he's staring Today. at the manager, and he's walking back to the dugout. You also have to consider it's a Los Angeles team, TJ. And... They're just naturally soft out there. That's you know? that's true. They are soft. Yeah. So they all are at this point. After he came out, 
bunch of softies <laughs> in the league. All right, we'll take a break. I'm sure people have opinions on this. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. You know who would also uh, pull Clayton Kershaw out of the game? Terry Saxon, because he would want a Terry Saxon uh, pitching change. That too. He'll also give you the 899 listing fee. (laughs) (laughs) He brings you the sour, the T-Row in the morning show. Actually, Terry would be like, you know what? I want to see history. Leave him in. I don't need the read. Yeah, 405-361-3380 or SaxonRealtyGroup.com. I, I put it out there for a radio poll. Let's see what everybody says. All right. Uh, let's see what we uh, – I think it'll be overwhelming leave him in, but I don't know. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, and then we'll get uh, Ringo's thoughts on this. He wanted to chime in on it. Toby, please, please, please ask George for his opinion on pulling Kershaw. I'm sure it will be some radio gold. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let me see if George will hop on with us this morning. I'll shoot him a text. That's a great idea. 23, okay, I thought it was 24. 23 perfect games in Major League history. You have got to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, a person I, agrees I, with you. I don't have the stat here in front of me, but there have been two pitchers taking out, taken out in that situation since 1901. Both times the wow. manager has been Dave Roberts in the game. Seriously? Seriously. By the way, that was not the greatest highlight or maybe greatest low light from yesterday. This was. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. At the wall. (laughs) Caught by Tapia. Boy, I thought that was gone. So Stanton got close. He sent Tapia back to the wall to make the catch. And the Yankees come a up just to tie the game. So the Yankees get one run on two hits and leave one. <laughs> Here's a- Is he still calling him remotely? Come John on. Sterling. Come on, no, Sterling. that was a home game. I don't know. Maybe he is, but that was a home game last night. <laughs> it is gone. And tremendous. Uh, oh, no, no. It's gone. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Here. I'm sorry. Uh, TJ, 100% correct. Are you telling me there won't be a game in Kershaw's next five starts that you can get him out at 80 pitches after he's given up three runs and six hits? Yeah, that's my point. My point is, too, Clayton Kershaw is going to be hurt at some point this season. Whether it was last night or some other time, he's on the uh, injured list. Probably. Uh, what, what is the difference between Nolan Ryan and Kershaw? It is because we baby these guys too much. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what party do you think that person uh, belongs to? Political party. Why you got to bring politics <laughs> into this? Why can't we be red-blooded Americans that love our baseball? Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. <laughs> Uh, last one here. I'll let you get to Ringo. You only pull that guy if he's experiencing arm pain or discomfort. Yeah. George says he'll come on, so let me see if he wants uh, to come on now or when, but this, that should be. Okay. You have George's number, TJ? Uh, send it to me just in case. I'm not I'll sure I'll send it that. to you. He said, uh, uh, let's go ahead and give him a call. Let's get Ringo in here. Ringo, good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, I'm I'm always 
Team TJ, but not today. I completely disagree with that. TJ, right. you said whenever wrong, you you're mound, wrong, fool. When you go out to the mound, you want your pitcher to say, "Hey, no, you're not taking me out of this game." Here's where I, here's what I want my pitcher to say when I go out in a seven nothing ball game in the seventh. Uh, in game, what, five of 160 or whatever? He was up 3-0 at the time. They, they put runs on the board after he came out, so it was a 3 nothing game. I want my game. pitcher to say, hey, 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 Skip, I'm here to win a World Series. I'm not here to go try to get personal accolades. It, to me, it's the same deal as, uh, who was it? Was it Samaje or somebody? One of those running backs for OU at the time had some record that he was chasing or something, and, and he said, no, Coach, I'm, I'm not – he said, I'm not here for individual stuff like that. I get it. Perfect games are, like you said, 20-something of them. But they had shortened spring training. You're right. Kershaw's been hurt before. It's probably coming I'll again. bet Dave Roberts 100 bucks right now. Sure, you want your guy wanting to win a World Series like that. I'll bet him 100 bucks right now Clayton Kershaw doesn't pitch for him in the At World the wall. Series. I mean, he may not. Who knows? But I, I don't want my guy chasing individual records like that. I want him saying, hey, no, Skip, whatever's best for us. And, and I'm, I'm betting he hasn't been over – I'm betting 80 was probably the most he's thrown all from spring training and everything. To me, you're going to get him into about 30, 40 more pitches possibly anyway. You're, you're going to – and it, at that point, let's say you run him out there for the eighth and he's still got a perfect game and goes 20, 25 pitches. Then you're going to run him back out there for the ninth when he's at 110, when he's never, he probably hadn't been in that deep of water in a year. And then you got to make a decision then. Do I pull right. a guy in the eighth of a. I just, I just Ringo think agrees I think with right. Dave Roberts. Let's right, get George in here. Though. Thank you, Ringo. See you. Uh, here's the definitive answer. Whatever George says, Whatever goes says on that's, this, what, okay? that's what it is. Yeah. George Frazier, uh, former Sooner, Major League great, World Series champion, joins us on the line now from his palatial wait, estate wait, 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 in Tulsa, wait, wait, Oklahoma. Got yeah. something. What's Joey that? Rowland's partner. That's right, partner. That's the highlight <laughs> of his career. I mean, is that on. at the top of your resume now, George? <laughs> I'm sure it is. Very, uh, very top. Uh, Anybody that can go to Amarillo do a game and take get home at four in the morning, going here at six, is my man. There you go. Tough. Nolan Ryan would have done that. What do you think about Dave Roberts taking Clayton Kershaw out with a perfect game after seven yesterday, George? All right. Well, let's back this up. Remember, he used to go seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, nine. When he'd win games, it gets September. He couldn't get anybody out. Get in the playoffs, had rough playoffs until he went to the World Series because he was wore out. Plus, with the short spring training, he probably never, never threw more than 90 pitches in the spring 75 was the most he had gone. Okay, well, he'd never gone any more than 75 pitches in spring training, whether it be a bullpen or in a game or whatever it is. Dave Roberts is thinking of September. He isn't thinking of April. He's not thinking of Nolan Ryan. I mean, Nolan, you know, this guy's going in the Hall of Fame. What if he goes out there and gets hurt? Now what are you going to do? TJ, I don't think you're going to like the way this is going. No, right now I didn't George. know George was soft, but we're finding out today. George and Ringo, <laughs> two of the toughest people I thought on the planet, are, are soft. No, we're not soft. But I'm not worried about it. I'm not logic, about logic goes out the window when you have a perfect game on the line. I'm sorry. It health goes out and winning a World Series all goes out the window. Uh, Clayton Kershaw being there or not is not going to determine the Dodgers winning a World Series, in my opinion. I don't think he's that key anymore. He was five years ago. He's not anymore. Not even the, the ace to, of the staff. I, I hate to tell you, he's pretty good. He's great. He's a Hall of Famer. I, I agree with that. But I'm telling you, he's going to end up injured at some point. Might as well be last night if he's this going is, for a perfect this game. This is like watching your two ex-wives fight with each other right here. This is great. Well, I don't know. I'm paying him $18 million this year. I want to see him in September. 
I like it. George, thank hey, you for I your expertise today. In September. You're quite welcome. And I'll call you How later you? today. Okay, very good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, George. Hey, you. now you two women be nice. <laughs> See you, George. See you. <laughs> Bye. TJ, I'm so, that guy I'm so is sad a major and depressed right leaguer. Now. I'm not even going to finish the show. Tough Look, I've got to say, shoe leather. George Frazier I've says got to be Dave at, Roberts did the right thing. I've got to be at the top of my game for Friday's show. That guy played for Billy Martin, man. He knows tough. I'm already at my uh, word limit for the day. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I've got to go rest my vocal cords for my Friday show. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you do not have a perfect game going right now. All right? Hey, I'm pretty good today. <laughs> You're pretty good. 7.31, we'll take a break. I want to hear from DeMarco Murray coming up. If you've got thoughts on this, we'll talk more. OTD as well, back up to this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. This is Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> By the way, good I've thing to- Dave Roberts didn't write this song because she would have uh, looked only almost perfect that night. I'm stunned, honestly. George Frazier disagreed with you. I, I thought for sure I'm he would shocked. be on the other like, side I'm shocked. Like, my stomach hurts a little. I'm so disappointed right now. <laughs> I get I'm the whole happy. World Series thing. I get wanting to win a World Series. I get. I love Ringo's little cliches of, oh, gosh darn it, I want the guy to tell me, Coach, it's about the team and the World Series on April 13th. It's about 80 pitches on April 13th in a perfect game. You go chase history. Sorry. You're both wrong. <laughs> so George, despite his baseball expertise, did not win you over with his opinion. You're holding firm. I'm holding firm. Okay. I am so disappointed in you, George. I want you to go and think about what you have done. You uh, and Otis. You and Otis. Have a talk with Otis. Uh, quickly, let's talk a little football here. Not quickly. We'll see how long it takes. Uh, DeMarco Murray met with the media yesterday and obviously talking about the running backs and the true freshman right now with them on the, in the spring is Javante Barnes. Highly recruited kid out of Las Vegas where obviously DeMarco is from. Here's what DeMarco had to say about uh, him early in the season or early in the spring. I guess we're midway through. Oh, he's a great athlete. He's a really good athlete. He's strong. He's powerful. Um, but, you know, when you think about a young kid, you always, you know, wonder how mature he is and, and the mindset. And, um, you know, can he handle playing as a freshman? And, you know, he's put himself in a great situation um, since January to, um, you know, have that opportunity if he continues to work hard, continue to grasp the offense and, um, you know, just, just stay physical. But, I mean, you know, like I said, he's done a great job with our strength coaches in the weight room and the off-season program of, of getting stronger, getting faster. And, um, you know, when the spring ball is over, he's going to want more, you know, because he's going to feel like he's just now, you know, scratching the surface. He's finally understanding the play calls and the concepts of things. But, um, you know, we're, we're excited to have him on the team. You know, I asked uh, DeMarco when he was on the uh, huddle show at Rudy's with us last week. 
if he had his druthers, would he like to have one go-to back or have a couple of guys share the load, which has been the MO around here for a while, which is have have a couple of guys share the load, you know, your P. Ryan and Mixon or whatever. And I was a little surprised, but he he said the latter. I, I thought, you know, him being uh, a former running back and a great one, he would say, you know, I got if I got Adrian Peterson or DeMarco Murray, I want him to carry the ball 80% of the time. But he didn't say that. He was like, you know, I think it's probably best if, and I'm paraphrasing obviously, but if you have a couple of guys that can, um, you know, that are that you trust that can give each other a break once in a while, keep them fresh for the long run of a season, all that kind of thing. That surprised me a little bit. But um, we'll see what they do this year. You got a different offensive system. You got a different offensive coordinator. But Javante Barnes, specifically, big back. He's six foot. Uh, he's a big boy. And you got Gavin Sachuk coming in, in the fall as well. You've got Marcus Major coming back. You got Eric Gray, who's a different type of back, a smaller guy. So we'll see what the rotation looks like this year. But Javante Barnes and Gavin Sachuk, I think, are going to see playing time. They're they're gonna. We're going to get a chance to see what these guys can do right away. And uh, I like the look of Javante Barnes in a uniform. He wears the number two, TJ. A six-foot running back that wears the number two? For some reason, That sounds intimidating. I don't know why. I'm just envisioning it. It just sounds in in my head and looks intimidating. I'm with you. I'm with you. So we shall see exactly how that position plays out. But there was one point I was a little worried about depth, and maybe still a little bit. But I don't know. I think these are two studs that they have brought in that they're going to be fine there. And Marcus Major, I think, is queued up to have. You know, he's a big boy, too. He's six foot, a little bit thicker right now than Javante Barnes is and uh, has shown flashes of greatness in his career. And he might be ready to become the man at that position. So we shall see. Uh, By the way, Circle back to OU, TJ. The Sooners have put out their rotation for the weekend. It will be Cade Horton tonight, Jake Bennett tomorrow night, David Sandlin on Saturday. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. I think two wise men may have uh, put that out there yesterday. I love it. I love it. I think that's the decision. And like uh, we were talking about yesterday, you leave the other two guys in their normal spots on Friday and Saturday. You give Cade Horton that run and see how he performs as a starter. Obviously, it's going to be a short window. Because he's a young guy coming off of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does tonight. Let me see what the most – I've got the uh, game-by-games right here, so – let me see what the most number of pitches he's thrown so far in an outing is. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, standby. H is before M. <laughs> 34 is uh, in my head for some reason, but I could be thinking of someone else. Here we go. 25. 25, okay. So, three innings? I mean, it depends on how many he throws, obviously. Oh, but sure. 40? Do you go to 40, 50? Do you go that far? How far in is he with the perfect game? We're not. He doesn't have a perfect game. No. Forget that. Uh, Get that I'll out of your mind. I'll probably say 
Definitely three innings. If he does it in relatively quick fashion and seems comfortable, I probably roll him out there for a fourth and you know, just kind of see how that fourth inning goes and then remove him. But three for sure. I think three is probably what you're looking at, hopefully, if he can keep his pitch count down. Yeah, I think it'll have more to do with the number of pitches than innings. Right. And that would be another thing that we could ask George about. Uh, we should have asked him while we had him on the line. Uh, if 25 is the most you've thrown, what is the next comfortable level? You know that, and you got to think that was Sunday too. That's not an overwhelming number, so I don't. I, he's had plenty of rests since Sunday, but or was it Saturday? It was Saturday? It was Saturday. I mean, I'm I'm thinking no more than 50. If you could get him between 40 and 50, how many ever innings that is? Then the next time out, you could get, you know, you could shoot for 60, 65. And then the next time out, when you're, you got three weekends here of, of, uh, Pacific, Kansas, and Kansas State. Next time out, maybe 80. And now you've got him where you want him, you know, for the TCUs, West Virginia's, and Texas Techs of the world. But I'm excited about the idea, you know. Regardless of how far he goes tonight, I'm excited about the concept and the idea because I'm also excited to see Chaz Martinez now as a, I assume, in a relief role and how that could help him. Well, I think it could be a big-time weapon for him. So hopefully this works out because I think it puts them in a better situation putting another lefty in the bullpen and gives them that What if they stack him? What if that just becomes the when Cade Horton pitches, you stack him with Chaz Martinez? Not well, that, that you have to formulate everything, but I kind of like that idea. We, you know, we had talked about that at one point, you know, and or not necessarily those two guys, but like Sunday maybe being that situation. So, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. You know, if you can get two, three, maybe eventually stretch him out to four innings from uh, Cade Horton, and then Chaz comes in and can give you another two or three innings. Um. And you're limiting those other guys where you can have them on Friday and Saturday if you need them once this rotation flips around correctly after this kind of awkward series this this weekend. I think that's I think that's a great idea. You know, that's another thing to consider when you're thinking about pitch count tonight is if they do plan for that the next weekend against Kansas where Horton is your Sunday yeah, guy. Got an extra day. He's going to have extra, extra rest. Days, yeah. Cuz he's pitching on Thursday this week, so maybe you could get another 10 pitches out of him. So maybe you maybe you could push the envelope past 50 then if he's feeling strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. That'll be a part of our pregame chat with Skip tonight for sure. 5.30, no, 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 6 o'clock pregame show tonight because the game's at 6.30. So 6 o'clock pregame tonight. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we got to get to OTD. We got Mark Williams coming up at 8.20. We'll take more of your texts and phone calls as well. It's a Thursday T-Row in the morning show brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. And my new ZT Elite Bad Boy Mower. Woo! We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Should have been the conversation last night or yesterday afternoon. Uh, I see Billy Chapel. Billy Chapel went out there, arm hanging by a, a yeah. string. Finished that game, then moved to Montana, changed his name, bought a ranch, 
and became the coolest vest-wearing John Dutton we'd ever seen. That's a man right there. I didn't know this was movie-related. It all makes more sense now. I didn't. <laughs> I could tie everything back to a movie. <laughs> that should have been the speech last night, though. Kershaw, I realize you've been through a lot. We want to win a World Series. But right now, right now's the moment. We won't stink for you. Come on. By the way, for the love of the game, a highly underrated movie. Is it underrated? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. What are the, where are the ratings at? Uh, people don't talk about it enough. <laughs> Gus. That, Clayton Kershaw needs a catcher like Gus to come out there and give him that speech. That's what we needed. Uh, Saxon real time. By the way, the, the, uh, uh, I started to say listeners. I have no idea if they listen to our show or not. The tweeters out there agree with you so far. Radio poll. Uh, did the Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, make the right decision taking Clayton Kershaw out with a perfect game? Seventh inning, 80 pitches. Uh, 79% say no. You should let him chase history. Only 21% so far say yes, he made the right call. Protect his arm. Those 21% are named Dave Roberts, Ringo, and George Frazier. George Frazier says you got to look long term this morning, and I, there's no more trusted baseball voice in my life than George Frazier. So, I don't know. I'm I was agreeing with you until I heard George's perspective, and I don't make a habit of disagreeing with George. So disappointing. So disappointing. Uh, this texter says uh, facing Nolan May 24th in theaters. Yeah, I looked that up. It's a one night event. The Warren is going to have it in the theater one night, May 24th. The Rangers are showing it after their May 1st game. The Astros are showing it after a game. I couldn't find a date if they've put one is out. Is it for coming their game to yet. Netflix at, at it, some point? I, that's what I was trying to still look up. I don't know if a streaming service has the rights to it yet, but it, it'll be at the Warren on May 24th. So I'll be getting my yeah. tickets. All right. Um, TJ, what I wholeheartedly. I'm sure we'll go to that. <laughs> if Robin's listening, I'll 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 buy his ticket if he'll go sit with me. Uh, <laughs> TJ, I wholeheartedly agree. Having been around baseball for forty years, this type of a moment rarely comes around. And if given the opportunity, a player must take the bull by the horns and say, "I'm staying in and I'm making history." I believe the manager, if he had questions, should have used them out. And uh, I believe the manager, if he had questions. Should have used them out in a visit, but don't take the guy out in the eighth with 80 pitches. If Kershaw prepared like he should, having led into the preseason, even on his own, he had enough in the tank slash arm to go at least another 20 pitches to make history. That's Rome. What a text message. Thank you, Rome. Rome agrees with you. This one says, I talked to Clayton. He was uh, upset. They don't say upset here, but kids are listening, so. I talked to Clayton. Yeah. Is that Skip? I don't That might be Skip. <laughs> you need to ask him about this tonight because he's an authority on Clayton Kershaw. So I'm sure he's talked to him. I'm sure he's called him or texted him after the game. Uh, if the OU baseball coach would have ever worked with Kershaw, his arm would have been strong enough to hold on. Oh, wait. OU Markets That Weekly. I'm Bob from Cement. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you, TJ. You don't pull him, regardless of his age or health, for a perfect game. Okay. Pulling Kershaw is why nobody cares about Major League Baseball anymore. Hmm. Well, that's false, but it it I could see uh, you said something about uh, 
them getting in their own way earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I disagree that nobody cares about Major League Baseball. You're talking to two guys right here who do very much. But there are occasions where you're, and maybe this is one of them, where you're like, what are you doing, man? People are, you know, I don't know. If this Does this detract any fans? If, if Clayton Kershaw gets a perfect game, do more people say, I want to watch baseball now? Probably not. But sometimes you do stupid things like this, and you're just like, golly. Well, that game was in Minnesota last night, and there were even Minnesota fans like tweeting out, like, "Like we're we were there. I was there. I wanted to see history, and you go you and did. take the guy out." Now they're not thinking long term, as far as you know. Boy, I'm worried about the Dodgers winning a World Series, just as I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> we could ask Chris Plank. He's a Dodger expert, a Dodger fan. Yeah, when he comes on with us. Chris likes perfection. Look at the team he calls for. You think Patty Gasso's taking that pitcher out? True. Heck no. Go get go get your perfect game. Go make history. That's yeah, what Patty's saying. But in saying. softball, you can get a perfect game in like five innings and <laughs> forty five minutes. So right. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll take a break. OTD next. <laughs> 